Hello and welcome to Healing From Within. I am your host, Cheryl Glick, Reiki Master Energy Practitioner and Medium, and author of Life is No Coincidence and also The Living Spirit, which shares stories of spiritual awakening, spiritual communication, healing energies, miracles, and ways to heighten your intuition for manifesting a better quality of health and life, prosperity. And I am delighted to welcome Lauren Walker, author of Energy Medicine Yoga, for if you want to affect the physical matter that is your body and the invisible matter that is your mind and soul, the most effective practice you can learn is how to work with your own energy. Her energy medicine offers you a solution-oriented manual to complement any health regime, one filled with essential insights for well-being and to activate your body's natural healing intelligence, and she offers a powerful new vision for happiness and wholeness. Hello, Lauren, and thank you for joining us on Healing From Within. Hello, it's a pleasure to be here. Lauren, as listeners of the show are so well aware over the years, my guests and I share intimate experiences and insights into the dual nature of life, the metaphysical world of energy experience and universal laws in order to more accurately understand how a spiritual being living a physical life can utilize all talents, abilities, and manifest the best version of what they need to recognize through self-investigation and self-mastery of emotions, move past fears and traumas, leave them behind, and awaken to a new state of wholeness and joy. In today's episode of Healing From Within, Lauren Walker will help us uncover the root causes of specific physical, emotional, and psychological health complaints, along with a treasury of potent self-care practices to accelerate healing. We will discuss the five element system and three important Ayurvedic techniques to change your life. Lauren, I always love to ask my guests to think back to their childhood and remember a person, a place, an event that may have signaled to them or others the life path work or lifestyle they would live as adults. Because I feel we show a great deal of our potential very early on in life. Mm. That's a really beautiful, beautiful question. Um, you know, I think in an odd sort of way, it would be my uh, maternal grandmother. And I, I say in an odd sort of way because I don't know if it's exactly the way that you're meaning, but um, she was an actress and gave up her career to have a family. And I actually started out, that was my path to, um, to become an actress. And that was definitely modeled off of her. She was one of my favorite relatives. And she died when I was very young. Um, I was about five when she died. And she was the first person in my life to die. And um, my sister was, I guess if I was five, she would have been nine. And my mother took us to the funeral, which was... Um, not really done in those days that you take such a young child to a funeral. Um, so I went to the funeral and I remember seeing my grandfather cry for the first time. I'd never seen that before. And um, 
she was the first in, to die in my life, but many other people subsequently died quite young and unexpectedly. And I think that loss or those cumulative losses that started with her, who was so beloved to me, really set me on a path to try to understand how does the human body work? Why does it sometimes work well? And why does it sometimes fail? And I remember being a young child and thinking, how is it possible to grow up to an old age without some horrible thing befalling you, some disease or accident or something? And and that was a thought I had as a young girl. And so I think that really set me on the path to wanting to understand how best to take care of myself and And my family. And others, yeah. So, you know, actually, uh, everything I believe happens in our life not randomly, but according to a plan. And people, perhaps before they're born into this physical life, their souls sort of make promises to each other. You know, I'm going to, maybe your grandmother said to your soul before you were born, that I am going to pass when you're only five, because it will instill in you a remembrance of the love we had and a way that you want to help people to learn more about their body and their spirit and their soul energies Mm. and how to uh, use all these energies uh, to have the most uh, prosperous and healthy and beautiful life that they can. And long, long life, long, long life. (laughs) The long life. Well, I I sort of know as a medium, an intuitive and medium who receives messages uh, for people, uh, that Mm -hmm. we do have a time to come and a time to go. And it really Mm -hmm. doesn't matter if it's early or late. It's our plan, our destiny. And we live beyond here and, and continue to explore and learn and develop and grow in well, so soul maturity. That's a very that's a very interesting, um, not even quite a paradox, but so, and I agree with you that we all have a lifespan, and it, it isn't always what we may want it to be. But so, what is your understanding or um, or take, I guess, on the ability for the body to heal? Because that's something that I teach in energy medicine yoga: is the wisdom of the body can heal anything at any moment. Absolutely, that, you know. Oh. All right. So do you think then that, that your soul hasn't finished its contract, even though maybe Western medicine is ready to finish your contract for you or something? Well, here's the story. Yes, we have the ability to self-heal. Our thoughts create our reality. And if mm-hmm. we think we're going to pass at a certain time, perhaps other people in our lives, in our family, and we think we have that genetic coding and we have to go with that. If you think that, and you concentrate your energy on that, that will come to pass. But mm-hmm. but if you get up every morning, as I do, and I say I am in a fit and healthy body, and I am delighted to go out and share my love of life and spirit and learn something new and share something new and be involved in life, and I'm doing the best I can to keep myself at a level of high functioning and uh, joy and positivity and helping mm. others to, to feel good. and But, of course, as I say, I still say we do have a time, a time mm-hmm. to come and a time to go. And uh, mm-hmm. I don't really 
any longer. I used to be afraid of death because my family was terribly afraid of death. They thought that was the Mm -hmm. end. But I know Mm -hmm. it's not the end. It's the beginning Mm -hmm. of a new type of life. And Mm -hmm. your grandmother, as you expressed love today for her, was very much around you. They come whenever Mm -hmm. we say their name, and they're not that far away in energy. So it's... Mm -hmm. The spirit or um, heaven, as people think, is not a destination beyond and beyond and beyond. It's in the swirling energy all around us and the vibration of life because we're all connected to each other, whether we're in a body or not. So I think that mm-hmm. your your purpose was to do exactly what it is, to help people mm-hmm. to understand their energy and live a healthy life and find ways to change their thinking so that they can be healthy. And, and mm-hmm. that's, that's my job also as a Reiki energy mm-hmm. practitioner and medium to help people live the days they have to the best of their ability and get rid of negativity and fear and childhood trauma and all the other stuff it's not really mm-hmm. real. They were just experiences we had to have, and mm-hmm. and it's it's okay no matter what it is. But let's go on to why should someone do energy medicine yoga and not a standard class? So just what we've been talking about really answers that. The truth of the matter is that energy is all there is. That's what the physical body is made of. That's what your car is made of. That's what the planet is made of. Everything is energy vibrating at different frequencies. And so if you start to understand the language of this energy, and it has a specific language, and I'm speaking about the language of the body, how the body speaks in energy. If everything in the physical body is energy, and you can understand and work with and transform that underlying energy, you have a much easier time of transforming the things that are resting, as you, as you could say, on it, which would be the physical body, the mental, emotional, and spiritual bodies. And so it, a, a, yoga, a regular yoga class is wonderful, but you are taking a class that also has ways for you to wake up and organize the underlying energy that runs everything in your body the yoga practice is so much richer, more powerful, and more meaningful in the transformative practice that that yoga is meant to be. Yeah, I I love, actually, yes, what you just said. One of the endorsement quotes you received for your book, which read, as a professional athlete, I deal with a lot of pressure and nerves. The energy medicine yoga prescription has helped me realize how important it is to clear my energy field. We, as human spiritual beings, have to take the time to clear our aura and energy field so we can radiate light and be a loving force. And that was from Jamie Anderson, Olympic gold medal snowboarder. She's also a yogi and an activist. So, yes. And also, um, drawing on insights from the Chinese Five Elements Theory, which is in your book, and the Vedic Systems of Yoga and Ayurveda, the Energy Medicine Yoga Prescription, offers an interesting perspective on self-care, and it will help you think in a different way about bringing health and also balance into your life. And that was written, written by Gary Craftso, founder of the American you know, Yoga Institute. So, uh, yeah, I agree with you that when we can merge our energy life with our physical life and 
get involved in chakra energy healing sessions as well as yoga and um, energy medicine, we have it all. We have everything, <laughs> the body, the mind, the heart, the spirit, and our inter- intuition demands of us. So energy yeah, medicine. Then go on to tell us um, in a simplified way what is energy medicine. So energy medicine um, it's many things. It, it is the ultrasound that you might get in the hospital or an MRI. It's the Reiki that you practice or when you go and get acupuncture. Um, it's working with the meridians and so it's yes. acupuncture. Um, so there's so many things that we just do without thinking that are energy medicine practices. What specifically I've worked with in creating energy medicine yoga is Eden Energy Medicine, which was created by Donna Eden, who's a world-renowned healer. And what she discovered is that there are actually nine separate interconnected energy systems in the human body. And some of them are very familiar to us. Like I said, we talked about meridians, and you mentioned the aura. A lot of yoga practitioners know about the chakras. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are, And you mentioned the five elements, so there's some Chinese medicine elements of these uh, of these energy systems, and there's nine of them, and they all work together interconnected. And Donna shared a very easy way for us to start to speak with and work with and um, draw these energies into their most balanced and organized and harmonious flows in the body so that the body heals. Once everything is in balance, the body does what it wants to do, which is to heal. And she healed herself of MS using these techniques, and that was actually what precipitated her journey of creating her school and, and helping other people to do the work that she did, which is so profoundly simple and accessible to any anybody. And I took her work and started to um, weave it into a yoga practice, which is my background. And it doesn't matter what kind of yoga you practice. If you are in a chair, you're practicing chair yoga, or perhaps you're um, you're injured and you, you are in a chair because of that, um, or you're, you know, a, a world-class athlete like Jamie, or you're just a regular person like most of us and you have a job and you like to do a yoga class once or twice a week. So so many people practice yoga now that um, it's a way for us to kind of bring this incredibly profound healing practice to a much wider um, audience who really could benefit so much from it. Absolutely, and uh, this is an important thing for us to remember. We really need to feel good in our lives and in our bodies, right? And energy medicine helps us to really know our body and and the chakra system and our emotions. And we also, many people uh, disregard this, but it's really really important. We need to know how to self-soothe and how to heal. Okay, aside from what people tell us, aside from surgery or perhaps medicines, there are ways that we can connect with our thoughts and our body. And, uh, you know, meditation is a way to start to feel and know ourselves. And energy medicine and yoga, these are all ways to learn to be more comfortable in our physical body. So I like that you said said that because so many of us go to the outside, stimuli of drugs and alcohol, mm-hmm. shopping and sugar and sex when we're uncomfortable, bored or tired. Mm-hmm. And we, if we're sick, we go for the outside cures also, pills and surgery mm-hmm. and radiation. But we really need to learn 
how to simply and effectively take care of ourselves from the inside. And I agree with you, that is the right process. And we can use the outside uh, medical techniques in conjunction, but you may not need them if you're busy doing this. So let's go on. No, I think you're absolutely right. That self-soothing piece is so important, especially right now um, in our world. I think you really... You really um, singled that out very well. That's a, a huge piece for people that are um, that are struggling with kind of a lot of anxiety or mental issues that people are suffering from now. A lot yes. of that roots from that lack of that inability to self-soothe. And there's so many things that you can do that you can learn to do because we're not taught how to take care of our our emotions. And um, and there's really a lot of easy techniques that you can learn that will help you. Yeah, breathing, for one, meditation, (laughs) visualization, (laughs) yoga, Mm -hmm. energy medicine, all these things we're talking about can help Mm -hmm. a person learn to quiet themselves and be in a safe Mm -hmm. place and rid themselves of the tensions around them. And and this is what we need. This is what we need in our schools. This is what our Mm -hmm. parents need so they can help their children. And it is going to grow more and more. Uh, into public life as we continue people like us sharing these messages because it's what spirit wants and it's it's, Mm yes and it's happening more and more now let's go on you gave a very good uh, metaphor explaining life in terms of being a skier and adjusting Mm -hmm. to the mountain so this is sort of like who we are in our physical body and the mountain being all of everything that stands in balance mm-hmm. and connectedness to heaven and earth, so to put, to the to the lands and to, to the energy of spirit. So, yeah, tell us something about that. I like that metaphor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it's, it's my favorite thing to do. And actually, I just was skiing today. I'm, I'm actually on a week hiatus in between um, working seasons. And so I came uh, down to Big Sky, Montana to go skiing. And, you know, it's incredible what it does to you um, emotionally and physically and, and spiritually as well. But that metaphor for life is so, um, is so profound, being, you know, being in the elements and having new things thrown at you literally with every turn, being able to come back to center, that it's all about the recovery, where you look is where you'll go, um, where you focus your attention, that, that need to be really focused and one-pointed and at the same time having an incredible amount of fun and um, and then, you know, there's always the times where you get into trouble and sometimes big trouble. So it really is a metaphor for, for how we go through life and the energetic aspect. When I wrote my first book, um, the, the way they groom the mountain every night just seemed to me so uh, such a clear view of how we need to groom the energies of our bodies. Because most people, when they think of energy, they think in a really esoteric terms, like that's something outside of myself, or I don't see it, I don't feel it, I don't, you can't touch it, it's not anything I could ever work with, that's not, you know, I'm not that person, I'm not a medium, or I'm not a Reiki practitioner, or, you know, so I don't, how would I ever work with energy? But the truth is, it is as tactile and as easy as combing your hair to work with your energy system. 
And, and so that's one of the, the first things that we teach people is, like, get right into the physical clay of the body, and you will feel your energy systems. They're not at all subtle, um, and they're, and they're, they're really um, easy to work with. And so, you know, that was a piece of, of the mountain, that they groom the mountain every night to get it into order and cohesion and, you know, fix the bald spots and, you know, move snow here or put things over there to keep people moving in one direction or another so that they're controlling the flows of energy on the, on the mountain during the day, which is all the people that are skiing all over it. But it happens every single day. It's not just like a one-time thing. And that is also the way that the human body works it's not just a one-time fix. It's a practice. It's a continual um, adjustment to everything that's coming at you. And so you want to create habits because your energy does create habits. And so if you're in tune with them and know how to work with them, you can create good energetic habits as opposed to ones that make you tired or sick. You, you mentioned earlier about the root causes of disease, but disease patterns are habits as well. And so Yes, that's right. Habits is to change, uh, changing those patterns is to change those those habits of energy. Absolutely, and those thoughts of energy, because every Mm -hmm. thought and every heartbeat and every impulse of our biological system is an energy beat. And if we allow our thoughts to affect all the cells of the body, which are also interconnected interconnected we can produce illness so it is in Mm -hmm. having a healthy mind that we help our spirit to grow and evolve and we help our body to be healthy now you just were talking about some simple daily practices for a long and healthy uh, life that there is joy in repetition and that's why uh, a yoga practice or skiing, something that you do on a regular basis, helps you to uh, aid your body and help your body to respond without so much thought and at, at, without so much fear, without so much um, questioning, and just to be at peace, at one, with everything that you love doing. So that's part of what you need for a long and happy life. And I think you also give some other practices which are good. Visualization is one of the tools we just mentioned before. When you meditate, you, you, you can create something within your body and within your hopes for what you want to do in your daily, in your daily life. So you give an example of um, healing back pain by John E. Sarno. I read his book, oh, many years ago. So <laughs> tell our listeners how that visualization can help people cure back pain. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is just one theory, but it was really interesting to me um, because for me it actually worked. And, and what John Sarnos is saying is that all back pain is related to anger. Now, I don't know if that's true or not. This is that is true. <laughs> true. <laughs> it, it's, a, it's anger or it's a lack of energetically lack of support or feeling Mm -hmm. that you are helped by others to um, do what you have to do yeah right which can be something different than anger lack of support can you can feel like grief it can feel like sadness but so there's you know uh, there it's hard to be reductionistic with either western medicine or alternative medicine that that one thing is one thing because everything is so interconnected but there are things that that trend towards. So, mm-hmm. so his theory is that is that the back is about anger, 
And that if you can identify, and he has this whole process for going through it, if you can identify and release that emotion, then you can, then you can heal your back pain. And I was able to do just that with um, any time I had sort of a back flare-up, I would identify what it was I was angry about, which wasn't always so obvious to me. But as soon as I could identify something, um, then, then my back pain almost always instantaneously resolved itself. And, and Candace Pert taught us that when she wrote Molecules of Emotion, that the, the, the emotional energy actually affects the physical body. And the physical body affects our emotions. Like this is a scientific, you know, tracking of the neuropeptides and the nerve signals and all of that. This is not sort of new age gobbledygook. This is what we think happens. This is actual, um, you know, NIH funded science, which, mm-hmm. uh, which shows us that, that the emotions have a profound effect on the physical body. And so, you know, a lot of the work we do with EM yoga is releasing and, and uh, transforming the energy of our emotions into ways that we can understand the information that they're trying to bring to us and release the the excess energy that can trigger and cause either either get uh, densify and, and cause rigidity and those kind of mm-hmm. illness problems or go the other way and sort of blow things up and um, you know heart attacks and things like that can be the other extreme so either you know sort of tumorizing and hardening up or exploding or open And what we want to do instead is take that incredibly powerful charge of energy and and release that so that we're open then to... Yeah, so that's that's what I also do with energy healing, with Reiki energy healing. We're rewriting the unconscious programming that is creating Mm -hmm. the pain which is within the blockage, which is from the emotion. So, yes, there's Mm -hmm. many other tools for change. Uh, You talk about Mm -hmm. breathing practices and uh, tapping and journaling and automatic writing and vocalizations, Mm -hmm. and and they're all part and parcel of the same thing, Uh, connecting to your soul or energy and to help it flow flow naturally with life and its man, many challenges instead of resisting flowing into it instead of resisting mm-hmm. the challenge and tightening up your body with fear you are relaxing your body and flowing into the energy flow and making it what it is to start with natural well it's not even so much that you're relaxing into the energy flow you are the energy flow and so when you allow that energy to flow through you and around you and with you, which is how it works, then everything in your life gets easier. You you stop identifying with the body, but at the same time you have this freedom and this intimacy with the body. So you're not objectifying it any longer. You are you are one with it in a in a really profound way of of easefulness that that's, many of us don't feel. Yeah, that's a wonderful way of expressing it. One mm-hmm. with yourself mm-hmm. and with all of life and with energy mm-hmm. and without so much resistance. Now, you know, you mm-hmm. had a symbol in the book for journaling. I just wanted to share this little coincidence I have with you. Uh, you had a, a, a 
you talked about doodling and drawing, connecting mm-hmm. the different hemispheres of your brain. And in mm-hmm. the doodles, there was a figure eight. And recently, mm-hmm. I had some questions for Spirit about myself. And I did a reading, and I asked if one of my guides would come forward and answer some questions. And one of the impressions they showed me was actually myself moving a baton in the figure eight position that you Mm. showed and marching to music and the message said practice the rhythm of the baton and marching in unison with truth and music in the band of life and i find Mm, my and and i find myself in my mind and feeling this move through my body that's really the infinity sign and feeling in balance and harmony and peace and it's also good for our health you were showing that symbol and other symbols uh for helping to achieve uh, a better state of health and mm-hmm. it, you know this was only the second time in 20 years i've done a reading on myself <laughs> and they showed me that just before i started wow. to work, work on your show so when I saw Very. that symbol, I really smiled and I said, you see how mm-hmm. it's synced they are with everything <laughs> that's happening for every one of us? Mm-hmm. I was very, right. very amused. So uh, I, I want to uh, thank yeah. you, Lauren Walker, for sharing your passionate study of energy medicine yoga and exploring a powerful energetic path to human and spiritual development, all in the hopes of awakening others to the many spiritual gifts for healing that reside within us and for helping people find a way to activate, utilize, and benefit from the process of energy medicine yoga. To learn more and to purchase um, this book, Energy Medicine Yoga, go to emyoga.net slash omega workshop. In summarizing today's episode of Healing from Within, we have discovered that we have a way for the body to heal from core traumas and illness, often a result of our thinking and fearing some reality. And as you know, when we change the thoughts and emotions, pursuing a more positive spiritual plan for feeling well and joyful, the body responds to this reprogramming. It is possible and advantageous to work with yoga in a group dynamic with others who also seek to empower themselves both in health, mind, and a purposeful lifestyle. In the face of unexpected changes in our life, Lauren wrote, What energy medicine yoga offers in the face of huge challenges is the ability to slow down, tune in, and understand the body and mind in a different way. Some challenges can be, re- can be reversed. Some diseases and conditions can heal or go dormant. There are many techniques in energy medicine yoga that can help you transform the despair of your challenge into acceptance and understanding so you can thrive in your life instead of merely surviving. It's also important to understand that nothing is going to take away the experience you've undergone, but that doesn't mean that healing isn't an option. There are many ways to heal and many ways to live your life that are sometimes different from what you'd planned or hoped for. This resiliency is in part a huge part of healing. Lauren and I would ask you to try a healing session 
an energy session. Go for an energy medicine yoga class to begin to know yourself intimately and find a way to rest in the eternal energy of soul life, which ultimately helps you relax in the physical world and helps you to allow, accept, and surrender to any challenge, often moving past them with courage and infinite success. I am Cheryl Glick, host of Healing from Within, and invite you to visit my website, CherylGlick.com, to listen to and develop new perceptions of self, others, and the world, and read about visionaries, healers, energy medicine, science, spirituality, metaphysics, psychology, and the arts and music fields in order to know your energies and refine them. Shows may also be heard on webtalkradio.net and dreamvision7radio.com. Thank you.